At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. You're listening to the Bow Hunter Planet podcast, your gateway to the wonderful world of archery. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Bow Hunter Planet podcast on Carbon TV. Appreciate everybody's support and watching us over the last few years. And, uh, you know, we, we, uh, we always love getting together and kind of talking to, to new companies and new products that are coming on board. And uh, Dave and I, who's co-hosting tonight along with me, uh, ran into the guys that we're about to talk to, um, gosh, not that long ago, only a couple months ago, we did a saw, saw their products at, at the Total Archery Challenge, did a quick little video because we thought it was cool and the video just blew up. So you got to check their uh, their video out on uh, on TikTok uh, under, under our Blow Hunter Planet page, but Painted Archery. Um, guys, I'm going to have you introduce yourself in, in just a second, but um, it has been such an amazing kind of blow up that we've seen with your product how, how I'm not going to say simple because it's not simple by any means, but how necessary it was within the industry. So can you start off with, with just telling us a little bit about your product and you guys? Let's start with Absolutely. the correct name. Hey. What did I say? <laughs> what did I say? Painted arrow. You said painted archery. I don't know oh, what the Jesus. hell that is. <laughs> painted yeah. arrow, painted arrow outdoors. Um, I'm Nate Hicks. Um, painted arrow started probably three years ago. Um, I had a I had a vision to someday not work for a nine to five job and um, just had a really you know big passion for hunting, just like everybody here and um, didn't really know what that looked like long term, but kind of started a podcast. We've had a pad, uh, podcast for over three years now. It's something a lot of people don't know. We, we're pretty up to date on that. We release a podcast every week and Devin and I get to catch up mm -hmm. and um, I'll let him introduce himself here, but Devin and I have been, um, I mean, friends since grade school i mean yeah. we went to elementary, elementary school, school together yeah. and um it wasn't really till after college where we you know really just we were inseparable i would say yeah but um we we played sports together growing up we're very competitive um and after college we we realized like this thing archery bow hunting really brought us together in a way that is it's just beautiful <laughs> um awesome yeah and then um yeah devin you go ahead and yeah, so, so, so I'm Devin Cole. Um, Nate and I co-own and run Painted Arrow, um, Painted Arrow Outdoors together. Um, but yeah, I, I, kind of like Nate was saying, we both grew up playing sports. Very, 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 uh, you know, motivated guys that that have a very competitive uh, spirit. And I think we both kind of found that in in bow hunting and archery after you know sports was kind of done for us after college and everything. So, um, like Nate said, he he started Painted Arrow and, and started the podcast and really just with the intent to build a brand, not, not knowing exactly what he was going to want to do with it necessarily, but just wanted to be involved in the space and felt like he had things to share. And, and we, we say this all the time, but the podcast is a way for us to document our thoughts and our evolution as outdoorsmen and where we're at in those different seasons. And we can then reflect on that stuff. Um, and then as far as our product uh, is concerned, I don't know if you want to hold one up, Nate, but for anybody who doesn't know, you know, we, we invented and are patent pending on a product that we call the Mag Pro. So the Painted Arrow Mag Pro is a 
phone mount that mounts to your compound bow uh, via stabilizer. If you want to grab my bow right there, you can too. That's a great idea. Um, but basically, um, this is a magnetic phone mount that mounts to your bow via stabilizer. Um, it's a slotted mount that allows you to basically compress a foam dampener here that, I'm sorry, here that will um, kind of help take some of that vibration out of the footage. And our thought really was, look, you know, I, I had a day in the woods a couple years ago where I shot a deer, hit him high, didn't find him. And after that, that whole night I was going home and I was upset. And I, I had a, one of those magnetic phone mounts on the dashboard of my truck. And I chucked my phone up there. I was pissed off. And it was like a light bulb moment right there where I was like, man, I mean, I had already been having thoughts. Like if I had been filming, if I had been filming and been able to review that footage and see anything about the deer's body language or where he went, maybe that would have dictated or, or changed how I approached tracking that deer. Yep. Um, and we recently kind of dabbled in that. We bought a nice camera and the camera arm and all the gear and the crap that, that goes with that. And there's just a ton of crap to take into the woods with you. And it's just, it's a lot of baggage and, and, um, commitment to do that. And so, you know, the idea was, look, the nicest camera that almost everybody owns these days is their cell phone. We're all walking around with 4k, you know, cameras in our pocket. And so I kind of went home that night and I ripped two L brackets off the wall that were holding up my curtains. And I, I made a really crude prototype, kind of cobbled something together. It's actually yeah. sitting over there. Yeah. I'm going to grab it. Um, <laughs> co <laughs> cobbled something together just to kind of like proof of concept. And I was like, man, like, you know, if, so literally I, I took two L brackets, flipped them back to back, bolted them together, took the magnet off the dashboard of my vehicle and made this rough prototype Nice. and, and used that for like a couple seasons. And, um, and then kind of like Nate said, you know, on the heels of college and us getting back together and becoming closer friends, the way that we were in grade school. I mean, we kind of grew apart in college and it just made, made sense to like come together, become co you know, partners in Painted Arrow and try to execute on this product and release it under the brand name Painted Arrow. And that's what we've done. And we really, you know, debuted it to the market, I would say, um, this spring. And um, on the heels of that, we then saw you guys at, at the Total Archery Challenge. And the response from people has been um, both humbling and, and very surprising. You know, I didn't, um, admittedly, I didn't know how it would be received by the archery community and by like the, the hardcore guys, like if it would be received as a viable archery product. Um, but again, what we're telling people is the way we see this, this is not a direct replacement for a camera arm and a really nice camera where you're going to see all of those details and exact point of impact and all of those things. This is a, this is a budget friendly product that allows you to use the nicest camera you already own and, and, and go into a, uh, a tracking job or a hunt with, uh, with more Intel than you would have if you weren't filming at all, get, get you, get you in the game for, for a lower price point. Uh, you're, you're, you're exactly right. Because I was having, um, having a conversation with, with, uh, my brother-in-law actually the other day and, and he knows what I, you know, the podcast and what we do, you know, with bow Hunter plant and all that kind of stuff. And he's like, Hey, he's like, do you, do you know of a, of a good, like, Cause he didn't want to go out and he didn't want to buy a GoPro. He didn't want to spend 350 bucks or 400 bucks on a GoPro, you know, buy all the mounts and put it on there. He's like, I was, I was looking at this, this uh, cell phone mount that mounts to your hat. Right. And he was like, so I can take my phone and I can put it on my hat. 
um, you know, hit the record button, snap it in. I said, seems like a lot of work. I said, you know what, check this out real quick. And I, I sent him your guys's, uh, your guys's website and, and he takes a look at it and he, he was thoroughly impressed. I mean, it is such a, and, and simple is not the right word, but it, but it's, it, it's an easy product to use, right? Mm -hmm. It's really what three pieces you, yep. you have the actual arm itself, you have the foam piece, and then you have the mag magnetic plate that goes on your cell phone case or your cell phone or whatever. Yeah, so there's like a, a, a plate that goes on the back of your phone, and then you the, the magnet's already installed on the bracket itself. Yeah, that's actually a common misconception. Yeah. Like the magnets are inside the housing. So there, yeah. there's earth rare earth magnets inside the housing, and then the plate that goes on the back of your phone is just a piece of metal. Yeah. So yep. that makes sense, yes. Um, yep. yeah, because if there was two magnets, they'd probably just fight with each other. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. Magnets need something to attract that, that makes sense, but it's, it's such a cool design. And I think that's where, you know, we were, we were surprised to see the engagement that we got from that quick, what, 10 second video that we did at the mm -hmm. total archery challenge. Yep. So, but then Dave and I got to talking about and thinking about it and said, you know what, that's what people want. That's how you know that it's something good. That's how you know it's something that people are looking for is when you get that type of engagement and that kind of viral content that quickly. It was it was quite an amazing thing to to see. Um, you know that that kind of response to that product. And uh, man, I, I I hope it's been good for you this year. It's it sounded like we did a little bit of talking before we started recording, but uh, you know orders have been kind of kind of going really well, huh? Yeah, they have. Yeah, our 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 direct like uh, traffic and sales through our website that that's increasing, you know, daily as we, uh, as people hear about the product and as we continue to run ads and so forth. But, um, we've also been putting on some, uh, quite a few distributors and putting on some different shops throughout the, throughout the nation really. And oddly enough, um, we've had a lot of guys reaching out from Canada and Australia that want to, uh, represent and sell the product as well. Yeah. So, Australia is a big fan of the Mac bro. We'll just say that. <laughs> yeah, I, I wasn't I, to be honest with you i wasn't aware of of the archery scene in australia Huge. knew very, very little about it um those guys we have a lot like of followers you, in australia it's interesting yeah yeah that's it's that's been probably the most interesting thing for me was to see uh to see them latch on i'd personally like to learn more about the archery scene in australia just to better understand it but that was that's been crazy and um yeah, we're now we're now eager knowing that you know thousands of people have this now we're very eager to start getting some of that footage back and hear some of these stories um we we actually just released this on a podcast i think and uh on our social media yeah, but we created kind of a, a campaign or a i don't know what you want to call it a contest of sorts but we're for this season we're doing a thing that we're calling the mag five or the magnificent five where we're you know we're gonna have basically a drop box where you can submit your footage and then the five coolest, you know, hunts or encounters or, you know, stories that were captured with the MagPro will highlight those hunters and their story and their harvest on our website for the year of, you know, 2022 until next season. And then we'll do, a, you know, another, another class, I guess, for the next year. So very we're cool. just, we're cool. That we're, we're very interested and excited to start seeing some of that footage come back. And, you know, our, our thing is helping people recover more game and helping people relive their hunt. Um, and we're excited to start to hear some of those stories. Yeah, I'll just add to like kind of what what Devin was saying earlier about the product and how it kind of came to be. We when he said and mentioned that we were taking like camera gear in the woods with us, we it was specifically for us the intent. You know, we weren't, we weren't trying to make a production video or anything like that by any means. We we wanted to see where that arrow went, where did that deer potentially go, what did we miss because everybody gets that rush in the moment, you know, and you kind of black out. 
And um, I mean, that's why we do it. That's kind of a, and en- drug enjoyed thing. But anyway, <laughs> we, we were just, we were just trying to make it as simple as possible to get a little bit of Intel going into a blood trail. And um, I mean, we all take our phones with us, you know, so that, that was a huge, huge point that I wanted to make is that recovering game. And that's, that is like the focal point of why we actually brought this to market because we thought that other people would potentially be able to recover more game that way, you know? So yeah, yeah, shot placement. I don't know how many times we we've taken a shot and uh, like you don't think it's a good shot and you're looking at it and uh, you just you you kind of you play that video over and over again and and to your point, Devin, it's like you sit back and you say, okay, if this is where I shot it, then maybe we should let it sit a little bit longer, right? Maybe, yeah. maybe and it's not it, it's it's recovery of not just what direction that they went in. It's recovery in regards to how long do I let it sit. Cause I don't want to take the chance of jumping it when I'm looking for it. If it wasn't as good as a shot as I thought it was right. type of deal. Yeah. And you know, it's even been simpler than that in situations for, for me or, you know, people that I know where y- you shoot that deer, you call your buddies, you're freaking out, you go into the house, you wait for whoever to come over and you go back out there and you're like, I swear he was standing right here. Yeah. And you, you might be out there for 20 minutes, can't find blood and you're freaking out that you just missed the deer. And then once you actually happen on the blood trail, you're like, holy crap, you know, this is a red carpet. This deer is dead. If you would have been able to look back at that footage, if you have the wherewithal to follow that deer for even a couple exactly seconds, went. he went by that oak tree and you walk yep. over there right now. Um, that we're, we're just trying to take a lot of the guesswork out of it. And um, yeah, we're, we're, like I said, we've been testing it for a couple seasons and we're excited for other people to have it now. So have you, have you guys started to hear feedback um, from anybody that, that has had it? Um, different suggestions i i have one for you that's why i'm saying this but do you have any you had any feedback where from your customers and like hey this would be cool if we had this on top of it or anything like that yeah i mean we, lots of we, things we've heard a lot of feed like honestly when we started this this is an important point i wanted to make when we started this it was important to us to try to build a brand not a product and so we put a lot of pressure on ourselves initially with like what's our next thing going to be we don't want to be known as just the mag pro, like we want to build a, a brand. And so we want to know what products two, three, and four are. And so, you know, we've got ideas, we've got things in the works and so forth, but we've always known going in that the, the consumers and their feedback, if we take that feedback and actually execute on those things, that's going to lead to other iterations or new product um, that, that then gives your, your followers um, confidence in you because you're listening to their feedback and executing on it and giving yeah. and delivering that product. But it also, you know, the people are telling you what they want. So just go execute on it. And then that potentially turns into sales. Awesome. Yep. Yeah. So my my brother-in-law were were talking about like just the logistics. It's super simple, right? Take your phone out, turn it on, hit the record button, snap it on. Mm -hmm. Or not even snap it on, just just place it on. And I said, you know what? The first thing I would do would be, it would be, it would be to buy a Bluetooth remote for my phone. Mm -hmm. So that way I can start recording I can snap. I, I don't have to worry about bringing it up. I don't have to worry about hitting the button. I can put it on there and then use that, use a Bluetooth remote yeah. in order to start the recording of it and everything like that. Um, so if you guys, if you guys um, had a Bluetooth remote <laughs> with that Mag Pro, bundle it. Money, man. Money. <laughs> That's not, not a bad <laughs> That's idea. My free idea for the day. Free idea. <laughs> I appreciate that. Um, <laughs> we, I actually have a second phone. So my, my phone that I use right now is the iPhone. 13 uh, plus or something like that, or the iPhone 13 pro max or something. 
and the the phone I previously had was the iPhone 11 uh, Pro Max, and so I I still have that phone, and a lot of times I'll just leave that right on the bow. Um, the other thing we didn't mention too is, um, at least not on the podcast, is for, for guys that are filming and and are trying to make a production and maybe have a camera arm in the tree with them and everything as well. This is a cool product to have the camera face you instead of the deer as well, and it gives you like That's a, a great really point. cool gives you a really cool like shooter's point of view shot uh, to edit into your video as well. Um, That's a really great get, point. Get your reaction shot in that moment. Yeah. So a lot yeah. of um, uh, before I I was trying to uh, I was looking around for your guys's product. I found this too real quick. I want to do a nice shout out to Deer Deer Camp Coffee. I don't know if you know we had our own bag, Tim. How did you know that? No. BHP logo there. Yeah. Nice. Nice.com. Check that out. I love it. Um, anyway, so I did find it. I didn't open it yet because um, I was waiting for season so I could do some more video stuff on it. Um, mm-hmm. And I got, you guys gave me the pro kit as well. So I have that. Um, so yeah, I, I didn't want to open it because I figured I'd probably do more of like a unboxing type video. But um, so with the Mag Pro, um, is this the, cause you guys have one, is, is it a little bit bigger than the other one or something? So, so that's one thing we wanted to talk about specifically oh, on your podcast. And, and we actually have a kind of a goodie bag that we need to send you as well on some of that. I don't know if you want to unveil some of this, Nate, but the, it, like you mentioned, we have a mag pro plus as well. And that was one of um, you had asked about feedback and if people are giving us feedback. And one thing we were seeing and hearing is some guys that were shooting higher poundage bows that maybe had more recoil or guys that had some of these really big phones like the Galaxy Note and some of these other phones, um, we were hearing people asking like, do you have a stronger magnet? So we basically scaled it up and now we're offering the Mag Pro Plus um, as well, which basically the housing is scaled up and has eight rare earth magnets in it instead of four. So it gives you a lot more hold power. um, And you know, the the trade-off is it's a little heavier, right? So guys for who are concerned about weight and their bow setup and everything, you know, you can accommodate uh, for that with more weight on a back bar or something like that. But, um, the advantage to the mag pro plus over the mag pro standard would be, uh, additional hold power for, for guys who are maybe shooting a 90 pound bow or an 80 pound bow, or have a really big phone that might, you know, just have some more vibration to it. So as far was- as, um, I noticed you guys put out, uh, your own cases too, on your website or, you know, have some that specifically, because <laughs> when I was thinking about this product, I thought about, the cases. Cause I feel like, uh, for instance, you know, my phone case, um, I have the iPhone 13 plus and it is, this magnet case is really, really well. I mean, it's, it really sucks hard on this thing, Yeah. but I have another case that's by Otterbox and it doesn't grab as tight as this case. So I thought about that when I was like thinking about you guys, cause like it depends on which case they use. It could, you know, be less power that you're getting out of that, that, uh, magnet. Yeah. That the case is definitely critical yeah let me touch on this so i I do we do both a lot of testing but i do a lot of testing with as much you know as much i can get my hands on and so different phone cases different types of cell phones you know just to test i mean everything because we get a lot of questions we really do um but you really want to have a case that's like hard and firm yeah like like when you yeah like it makes a hard noise like even some of these otter boxes that are like hard rubber Jelly. yeah uh, they still have movement so you can even see it if you if you hold it up against to the magnet you can see the back of your phone will actually pull Flex. off yeah and what you want is like Devin just was hitting his phone like you want that hard noise um and we've 
you know, it's, it's hard because everybody has a different size phone. Everybody has a different case. Everybody has a different bow. Everybody has a different stabilizer. So um, that case on our website, it's something that we've tested. It's right there it's too, a, if you want to grab it. Right on uh, top of there. There it is. So that's, that's the case. It's a hard shell, but there's a rubber on the inside. And it's, uh, it's got our logo on it. So that's beautiful. But um, we, we make that for basically all of the, you know, the main phones. I'm sure there's a few that are Missed. really new that aren't on there. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's, it's really important. I mean, that hard case makes a big difference in the video quality. It does. It does make a big difference. So, and we've had people ask us too. This is probably one of the biggest questions we get is like, how's this going to affect my wireless charging? Um, it, it is going to affect your wireless charging. It doesn't, it's not going to work. So what we, and, and for some people are super critical or, or specific about the case they want to run. So, you know, even I am. So a lot of times I'll just, I'll keep a different case that I just throw on for a season like and this. I'll yeah. leave it on for a couple like months. Like that's the hunting case know? for both of us. We obviously both have different phone cases on too, yeah. but the hunting season's yeah. a couple of months. So I was just going to say, it makes sense uh, just to have a separate case and then you don't have to worry about, about it at all. Right. Yeah. I mean, you got your everyday case and then you got your hunting case and, and, and that's done. Now, do you guys always recommend that the metal plate get mounted on the outside of the case or have you tried mounting it on the inside? We definitely recommend that it goes on the outside. We've had guys just not want to stick it to it and they just put it between their phone and the case, or they just put it on the inside of the case. And, um, it's just not strong enough. I mean, it's not going to hold on. It's going to give you more vibration in the phone. Um, you know, people can do whatever they want, but for the best video quality that we've seen, you want to put it on the outside of the case. Makes sense. Now for, for me, what I'm thinking is for this product, like, I don't know about you guys, but you know, I, you know, I like to play with my phone when I'm sitting in a tree because I just something I want to do. I'm playing with it. So my thought, my thought is, if I hear a deer coming or something, I'm gonna grab my bow, but I'm gonna put this baby on at the same time. I'm just gonna slide it across the front of my bow and then take my shot. But that's the what I'm gonna do. Everybody's different about how they want to do it, but that's what I'm thinking in my mind. Like, all right, because I can do that. I can charge it when I'm there. I can do everything I need to do. Mm -hmm. in my hand. hey and welcome to bowhunterplanet.com podcast thank you so much for your support and watching this show here on carbon tv or listening to it wherever you get your podcast i just want to take a moment to thank the sponsors who help us bring this show to you guys and keep it interesting and fun i want to thank tinks cat work truck camp chef cobra archery hha and hha usa mojack thorn broadheads Victory Archery, Burris, Reveal Trail Cams, Apex Competitions, Heat Hog, Deer Camp Coffee, and Under Armour. Make sure you check out and log on and sign up on the bowhunterplanet.com brand new website. It is simple, it is awesome, and it's a great place to chat bow hunting and archery with a whole bunch of like-minded people. So we'll see you soon, and now, back to the show. And then when I'm ready, or if so I hear a noise, I'd be like, oh, here we go. You know, don't forget to shut off Netflix anyway. first. Yeah, well, <laughs> I gotta get this maps. <laughs> There's a I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna take this opportunity because we get I'm just thinking a lot of the questions that we get. Um, a lot of people ask, is like, is it loud? Like, is this loud when you have you know in the woods? It's real, it's like the easiest thing going on an angle and just slowly go up yeah. to it. There's yeah, no noise. If you yeah. slap it on there, I mean you can make it make noise, you know what I mean. Just yeah. like anything. Um, the other thing too is that the magnets within our housing, they're they're phone safe, so they don't give off a high amount of radiation to the point where it's gonna affect your phone. That's a really common question we get, and it's on our website, it spells it out. But um, 
know if you had anything else. Though. Yeah, I, 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 I can't remember exactly what I was where I was going with that, but but basically, like, yeah, we 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 hear a lot of people asking us about you know the cases and and the magnet and how loud it is, and like Nate was saying, like it, you you can put it on as quiet as you need to. Um, there there there's other phone mounts. That's where I was going with this. There's other phone mounts on the market, but when we decided to try to execute on this, the thought was it has to be absolutely seamless. Like, like Dave was saying, you're sitting in the tree stand, like on, on X or on Facebook or doing something anyway. And so you have to be able to go from that moment to on your bow very quickly if people are going to use it. And so the, the, some of these other phone mounts that are on the market that are like the jaw style or yeah. you know, it just, it's, yeah. you don't have that amount of time. Um, I've seen one that's like a Velcro. I mean, who, who wants to be doing right. Velcro in the tree stand? So like we just, the idea was it had to be quick. It had to be, you know, relatively silent. Um, and if people are actually going to use it. Yeah. So, I would also state real quick, just for people to remember, if you're going to try a product like this and I've, and I'll be honest, guys, I've done products like this over the years and yours is a, a accessory of this concept, but like I've, I've, there's one that was a stabilizer itself that held a GoPro worked fine, but you lose your stabilizer. There was another one called the Riscobi, which was a, like a tactic cam, but huge, you know, I think they're out of Michigan too, actually, but there was a huge box. There was another one called um, live sports view or live view or something. Uh, hmm. Anyway, my point is if you're going to use this, you're going to take the shot at the animal with it, where you want to use your phone. I'd recommend highly practicing this concept because when you fire your, your normal feeling is to drop your arm, your shooting arm to get out yep. of the way so you can see. And so that's what happens 90% of the time. I just did this last year, two seasons ago with a GoPro. I had it, like I said, on the stem with, it was mounted to the, and I shot at the deer and I, I halfway did it, but then I realized what I was doing and came back, but under pressure, you might not think that way. So, but if you're shooting with the video looking at you, that's different too, right? That's not a big deal, you know, mm -hmm. but you know, if you're going to go against it or go, you know, if that's going to be your main camera, just remember that's okay if it is. Cause you know, a lot of people solo film for fun, you know, it's fine, but just remember that you have to hold that arm up and follow the deer then with it. That's a really, really good point. We just had a guy ask us about that. Yeah. Like that's, you know, that contradicts, you know, his form and what he's practiced and um, you know, you, you can't argue with him what he's practiced and his form and his repetition, nope. like that's, that's completely that's what fine. he does. Um, yep. But that's if you want to film pay. it, yeah, if you want to film it, you don't drop your your hand away. If you don't want to film it, Absolutely. drop your hand away. Yeah, I just did or, a video. Um, sorry, Dave, I'm interrupting you. I just did a video on our uh, our Instagram page. I do I do a lot on there in terms of like you know going through details of questions. I try and make videos just really spell it out. So, um, but we had a guy. Um, yeah, he was basically asking like the dropping portion. Like, how how do I how do I get over that? And I, I did a video on a, a back stabilizer bar. And so what I did was like my bow is set up just like I would to go out hunting. And I actually put enough weight on the back so that when I'm holding my bow with my phone on the magnet, so I'm sitting there with my bow in my hand, it's leveled out perfectly so that the weight is, is not too far oh, forward back. And it's, it's money. It's made, it's honestly, if you think about a stabilizer too, it's got weight on it. So your phone is the main weight added. It's not necessarily this mount. This is a couple ounces, but your phone's the real additional weight. And so like after that shot, you just rock solid. And that additional weight has actually helped my, my pin, you know, without it, I'm kind of doing this number, but when I put my phone on, I know it's a little bit steadier too. So it's kind of, it's something fun to play with. I love the, I love the fact that you're using your phone for this stuff. Cause I feel like, um, you know, 
I love GoPro and stuff, but I feel like I had such a hassle. Like I got to make sure Charging. the batteries are charged. Yep. I got to make sure there's an SD card, make sure SD cards not is in there correctly. I can't see what the hell I'm looking at. Cause it's so small. I mean, there's so many aspects of this that make it way better. I even love the idea of just keeping my old phone and buying the new iPhone 14 and keeping the old one just for this, keep yeah. it fully charged and on there just as a camera. I mean, literally these phones are cameras nowadays. And I tell the guys that all the time, a lot of times, a lot of the footage people see from Boner Planet is from this phone. I mean, it yeah. is literally filmed, you know, either this, either this way or this way, depending on what it's for. And even the audio, sometimes if I have a quiet environment, I can, that, it sounds like I have some sort of microphone on me. It's incredible. Um, but that's the thing you can, I mean, the footage would look amazing if you filmed, if a deer's close enough for that, with that camera and you, or even if it wasn't, you have that three X option on this one, at least mm -hmm. you can actually get a, or five X, whatever it is, you can get a little closer anyway. Um, so I don't know. I think it, I think it's a genius move. And, and to be honest, it, it's fast and it's easy because you're always on your phone. So what the hell's the difference, right? Might it well just, just snap makes it on there. sense for and sure. One, one thing we've been playing with a lot too is, um, you know, shooting lighted knocks too, because like if, you know, it's got, you're going to have that initial recoil when you fire off your bow, but if you go through the process of setting it up correctly, it should, the image should stabilize very quickly. And then if you're shooting a lighted knock, even through that blurry portion in the footage, you're still going to kind of be able to track that arrow path. Um, it's been like I said, we created it as a tool for ourselves and then decided to execute on it. But it was it was a yeah. tool that we made to help us recover more game. Interesting when you say <clears throat> when you fire that little second. It's interesting after doing it for so many years and solo filming on a Tacticam or a GoPro. It doesn't even matter which one it is. It always has that shutter because it's so much freaking power coming off that bow. I don't think people realize how much power actually yeah. comes off. Yeah. It's so much power that it generates that quick shutter that literally it doesn't last long. Like you said, it's pretty fast. And to be honest, you could probably edit it out quickly because it's, it's like a half of a half of a second, but mm -hmm. it, it definitely rolls. It's almost like a rolling wave real quick. It does. It's just if so you, much power. If you slow it down in slow-mo and go frame by frame, like you're saying, you can literally see it like roll, like, like exactly like yeah. you're saying. It just rolls. I, I tend to use, um, you know, the problem with solo filming, and we we've talked about this before on the show multiple times, but there's a lot of issues with it. The, the nice part about what you guys are doing here with this is number one, you're not buying a camera. Technically you're buying yep. just this bracket. So it's a lot cheaper than a tactic cam or a GoPro system or trying to whatever it is. It doesn't matter. The mm -hmm. other thing is you guys are, you guys are like on the cusp of something much larger because what you're showing here is a simple bow mounted bracket, but that doesn't mean you can't have camera brackets that hold these phones outside of your bow, which some people would prefer um to hold your bow in fact to be honest i would prefer to have one that comes clips onto my uh, tree stand comes up and holds it like that you know right in front of me so i have mm -hmm. the full gauntlet in front of me right and i don't have to worry about what's on my bow and just saying who's to say you couldn't take that and make it into two magnets one facing you and one facing that right i'm just mm -hmm. throwing, just saying yeah. i mean th th this idea of using the magnet is is the big part of this and having that ability to quick snap on cameras like that. I mean, think about it. If you were to tell me, Hey guys, you know, probably offline, but if you told me, Hey, guess what? Yeah, we're working on that. It's going to have this. I would absolutely hundred percent keep this phone and not sell it and get another one. And I would have one yeah. facing me and one face in the, the set, you know what I, I mean? There's so many things you can do. It's, it's literally, you know, unlimited. What I will say to all of that is we have a lot of things that we will be debuting at ATA. Awesome. It's going to be, Excellent. it's going to be, uh, 
2023 is going to be something. <laughs> yeah. Very exciting. Yeah, we'll have to come and see that, you there for sure. Yeah, you guys are on the the brink of it. You know, that's what I'm saying. This is this whole thing you're doing here is awesome, but you need to find ways to go around it for people who aren't shooting a bow, right? There's gun hunters, there's yep. fly fishermen, there's people who want to use this. And you know, another product that I've been looking at a lot lately um, is high and dry. They sell a pole that uh, gun hunters use and stuff for like waterfowl. Um, but things like that, like attaching to that pole and having that concept selling, you know, to a, something like that, that that's the kind of thing that would be additional value. I think for anybody, you know, yeah. like I said, if you're fly fishing, you push that pole in the ground and then it can just be a pole that has your magnet. I'm just saying like, you know, something that's going to hold it external to view the scene, you know, yep. like, like a tripod. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So between here and the ATA, where can people find you guys at? Um, I know the website is uh, paintedairoutdoors.com, but where, where can they look at your product? Where can they buy your product? Are you guys in, in dealers in store or just online only? So we have a dealer locator um, on our website. That's probably the best way. We're, we're mainly in the Northeast, kind of like Midwest area right now. Um, we are in the bow rack out, um, out West, which is cool. Um, a handful of stores kind of sprinkled just randomly. Um, we, we really do like to do direct as most possible. So paintedairoutdoors.com that's, that's got all the information that anybody would ever need. And then we do updates on Instagram. I mean, daily we, we, we post any, anybody who tags us in any type of footage, we're going to post it. You know what I mean? So if you guys want to have your video, if you, if you own a mag pro and you want your video, you know, highlighted, we, we do not discriminate. So, um, <laughs> if you're interested in just, you know, seeing a little bit more about it or have questions or just kind of want to figure out if it's something for you, definitely go to Instagram. Cause we're pretty up to date on that. So, um, and there's actually one other thing that, um, I wanted to, uh, talk about. This will be our so, first time kind of talking about this live. Too. Yeah. This is a, this is the first time for us really kind of coming out and, and saying, um, publicly, um, but we, we had a lot of guys, including myself, who shoot like an eight and 10 degree drop, right? The quick detach. And it's yeah. a very common thing. The quick detach is um, just from a, you know, being able to carry your bow around in your truck or whatever, you, it sometimes won't fit in a case, right? Um, but the eight degree people and the 10 degree people, that was like one of the biggest takeaways that we took. And um, Devin and I, we actually, I mean, we did it right. We, we tried to duff a bunch of different samples and got the measurements exactly um, to what we want. So we now sell in the plus and the standard. Um, I don't know if you can tell this, but they're overbent. These are yeah. overbent yeah. angles. So um, you'd think it'd be like, if it's a 90 degree, like I'm going to hold up the 90 degree. So this is the 90 and this is the bent. So you can, you can kind of tell if you look at it right. Um, but you'd, you'd think that if you would just take 90 degrees and subtract 82, right, that'd be eight degrees. But we actually found out that a lot of these, um, you know, different attachments weren't exactly. So we, we dialed it in so that this will fit an eight or 10 degree and the big brands, right? Like Shrewd, Matthews, uh, Bee Stinger, all the big names. We tested them, we bought them all. So that's available right now. So again, there's the standard Mag Pro, there's the Mag Pro Plus, and then you can get the eight degree variant in each of those options. That's awesome. Awesome. Any, any, um, um, uh, issue with using like an iPhone max, like the larger phone with clearance or anything like that? That's, that's what I use is the bigger one. Um, it, it definitely is a little more weight. Um, I am running the mag pro plus for the season. I just like the way that it holds my bigger phone better. Um, I'm okay with the additional weight. So, um, but yeah, no, no, no issues. I mean, um, you know, with the standard, 
you're just going to get more recoil with a bigger phone bouncing around up there. So that's bigger phones like that is the reason we came out with the plus. Got it. Yep. So I was thinking next time we do this podcast, we all got to have stashes because you guys are running those pretty well. And him and I got to have to, I'm going to have to roll that coming up in the fall here. We're, uh, it's, we're getting an early, early start on the rut stash. You know what I mean? Stash 22. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. I did one last year. I did one last year at Hunt Camp and I couldn't stop talking like, like a Canadian or something. Else. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like a youper. We're up in hunt camp here. It was. <laughs> I didn't I stop my, all the time. My, my wife saw a video, Dave, with you the first time that you did a video with your stash, and she's like, "Can you just call him right now and tell him to shave it?" <laughs> so let's talk real quick uh, about your guys' podcast because I haven't had a chance to listen to. It. I want to. It looks awesome. I love the how you guys inter- integrated that logo into it. it. Looks sweet. So are you filming that right there where you guys are right now, or do you guys film it somewhere else, or how does it work? We currently don't um, have a video version of the podcast. It's all audio. So, um, you know, we both still work day jobs as well. So our, our schedule is, you know, a lot of times we're meeting up on a lunch hour or in between meetings to go, you know, we'll jump in a truck and, and report record a podcast or we, we meet up at my office or his office. Um, but yeah, like Nate said, we're trying to get, you know, one released a week right now. Um, when Nate started Painted Arrow, um, it was definitely hunting focused, but it was kind of all of outdoors and and focused on a lot of different things related to the outdoors. And when we decided to come together and specifically focus on the mag pro, we kind of rebranded as specifically an archery, you know, company. And so the content on the podcast in the early days versus now uh, is a little bit different. Um, But since kind of basically for the last 12 to 14 months, it's been pretty pretty focused on, you know, deer hunting and, and archery and, and, you know, some of our, our hunts out West, but it, like I said, it's basically us documenting our evolution as, uh, as young guys in the sport of bow hunting. Um, and, and as we learn things and, you know, we're, we've documented our whole process of planting food plots and I've been doing that for a couple of seasons and Nate planted his first food plots, um, you know, this year. And we, we messed around with planting some corn this year and, um, you know, we talk about the mag pro and the, you know, the shows and a lot of different things, but, uh, it's just very focused on, you know, uh, us as bow hunters and, and just, you know, us learning basically try, try to make it educational, but also documenting our journey. Yeah. Cool. I mean, that's, that's the key is that we're just documenting we, we honestly go back sometimes and listen to things like, you know, we, we title things very specifically so that, you know, this time last year, we can go back and, you know, we can look at a hunt or whatever thoughts that we had on a specific hunt. And um, something Devin didn't mention is that we both are, we're landowners, which we're very fortunate to be. And we have been talking, I mean, a lot of what we've been talking about is like kind of developing our properties. Um, We did a series called the buy dirt series. And we basically talked about how we bought our, our farms. And, you know, what other people might be, you know, interested in in buying what what they could look out for, or maybe a deal that they might be able to uh, get themselves into. So we talk a lot about, you know, our properties because we're both passionate about land in a big way. So that's exactly right. And we, we try to bring, you know, guests on, um, we had, um, Jake Hofer from the Exodus, uh, he has the land podcast, but he's, he's, uh, with Exodus as well. And he's a, he's a land, a real estate, um, agent and so we've had him on him on to talk about some different things specifically in that by dirt series um when we were at uh, the total archery challenge we were able to uh get a quick podcast with with andy may from um you know he was there hanging out with the tethered crew so we try to bring you know different people on that that aren't just us uh to get different perspectives and again it's it's 
it's, it's as educational for us as it is for the listeners. And we're just, you know, documenting it as we go. And, and honestly, it's been cool to document the ramp up and the growth of this company, because at the early stages of painted early, we had no clue how we were going to monetize this thing or what kind of product we were going to have. Like it, we just knew we wanted to be involved in the space, had some ideas, um, and then have since just kind of just documented, like, you know, we did podcasts that may never even be released where we're in a truck driving a total archery challenge talking about what's this going to be like, you know what I mean? <laughs> um, it's just, you know, we're too, we're two young, young dudes with way too much ambition. And, um, it's just, it's been a lot of fun. That's really cool. It, 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 it brings back, you know, some memories from our early days as well. I don't know about you, Dave, but, uh, going to college, Dave and I grew up together. We went to college together. Um, owned a business before this and uh, had this idea and uh, just kind of ran with it for the last, oh God, how long has it been now? 13 years. Uh, it's been wow, quite, a long, quite a long ride. And um, man, I, I see I see that fire in your guys' eyes and I love it. I absolutely love it. Appreciate that. So Thank cool. you very much. And and like we said earlier, we, we appreciate the support that you guys have showed us from the moment we met you guys. Um, again, I, I felt I felt ignorant for not you know, knowing about Bowhunter Planet, um, but have since paid very close attention and, and uh, you know, li like what you guys are doing and really just appreciate you guys giving us the, the time and everything. No worries, man. Not no a worries. problem. We always, you know, one of the biggest things for us always been is just little companies or people starting out with products. It's super important to support them and try to help where you can uh, because it's just, that's what, it, it's just what drives the industry. If we don't help the little guy get going, you know, and you can't, the problem is a lot of times, and this was something that was like an MO of ATA show, and you can ask Tim because we lived through it for years, but one of the MOs was a lot of the high-end people in the industry would go over to the smaller companies and try to get them to pay them a ton of money to do stuff like, oh, you know, I'll do put you on my show and all this stuff. And so we, Tim and I are always against that. We're like, that's ridiculous. Like these guys are like barely surviving and you're going to take, you know, all that money from them. I mean, it's just stupid. So one of the things we always said is, look, we're going to support the little guy right off the, at the beginning. If you if you turn around and make tons of money and want to come back and sponsor to be to be awesome, that's cool too, right? But at the same time, it's not about the money all the time. It's about how do you build a foundation of the archery industry, the heritage, the love, the passion. You can't do that if you're always focused on money or what are you going to get out of it? It doesn't work that way. So I'd even say the same for you guys as you get going, you know, learn the process, learn the industry. And, you know, just, you know, give back as much as you can get, you know, and that's just the way it goes. And, and you, I just find that people in this industry, there's a lot of respect and integrity that go a long way. It's a lot different than any other industry I've ever seen in my life. Whereas a handshake goes a long way in this industry compared to any other one, <laughs> just a completely different beast. Yeah. <laughs> that's for yeah. Sure. I guess, you know, what I'll say to that is, you know, we, we're definitely new to the industry, but we, we've we've been able to see a lot of really cool parallels between, you know, lessons that we're learning in our day jobs. We're both kind of in account management of sorts and in different industries. And um, just, you know, with that obviously comes the requirement to be building relationships and interfacing with people uh, again in different industries. But uh, it's been cool to see those parallels and kind of bring that into something that we have a passion for in, in archery. And um you know, we, we, we kind of went in with eyes wide open, um, you know, as, as we, as we scale, we know the challenges that are going to come with this. And, um, we both remind each other daily that we're doing this because we love bow hunting and it has to kind of remain there. Um, or else, you know, why are we doing it? Right. Yeah. So that being said, get your orders in because 
come this fall, we're going hunting. You know what I mean? <laughs> I do know what you mean. I definitely know what you mean, man. So, well, awesome, Check it out, guys. That's for sure. Yeah. They, thanks for joining us, guys. It's been, uh, I mean, it, 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 it was really cool bumping into you guys and kind of seeing again how uh, how it kind of blew up there. Um, not, not on our TikTok, but, but just talking to you guys. Um, the passion that you have around what you're doing and how you're doing it. And it, it's been a really cool thing to kind of watch it along the way. So appreciate it. And we'll, we'll have to have you guys back on soon, very soon. So. Well, thank Thanks, you. Guys. Thank you again. Appreciate the platform. And we got, like I said, we've got a goodie bag that we got to get out to you guys on some of these newer products. So again, appreciate the support and um, yeah. Th- thank you again. Yep. Thank you guys. Thank you. The Bowhunter Planet podcast would like to thank our outdoor partners for their support. It's because of these companies we can keep this show educating, entertaining, and growing the archery heritage. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.